that was our theme music. We never know what it is, but okay. I'm Hillary. I'm Davida. We're the two Pilates chicks, and it is season four, episode nine. nine. <laughs> and um, we do want to give some background. Like, background to this one. So we are not judging anything. We're not critiquing anything. We're just kind of talking and chatting. So not offending yeah. anybody. Um, and this is basically things we have discussed before. Mm-hmm. But there was an article, and maybe some of y'all have seen it. We'll, we'll link it in our, yeah, in our thing. The Pilates Reformation by Carla Mullins, who's a teacher in Australia. And we thought it was so well written. Yeah. And so non-judgmental. Good overview. Good overview. So we really kind of wanted to dive into it. And we have some of her thoughts here, but also kind of going off them with our thoughts. Yeah. And um, I think we should start kind of like we talked about before, where when way back when Pilates started, there was really only one way to go, which was being a fully comprehensive teacher. Yeah. You had to know the whole system. And all the apparatus, all the apparatus and how it all related. And it was like this whole big year long program, mm-hmm. which mine is and, and mine you went was, through. And yep. Yep. Um, but that's changed and mm-hmm. the industry has changed. And that's kind of what we want to chat on. Yeah. And how that affects clients and how that affects teachers and how that affects the industry as it's seen. From the outside. From other professionals. From other professionals. And, and from clients. And customers. from clients, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I'm getting hot <laughs> just thinking about this Uh-oh. conversation. Because it's like... It's, there's a lot there. There's a lot. There's a lot of history. Yeah. And there's um, there's a lot of Pilates police. And we are not the Pilates police. No. And... We're just um, thinking. Yeah. And we teach the way... We, we both teach and learned a certain way. and And... But I feel that... We teach for that client, and that's kind of what we're basing it off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you consider yourself traditional mm-hmm. if we're picking If you're titles. picking a tape, yeah. And I like to work traditionally, but I work Pilates-based Based. corrective exercise for my rehabilitation clients. Um, and, and you make that very clear, and I make it clear. Yeah. Um, so that when people do look at the website or call, they know what they're getting, what they're getting, yeah, and and what that is, which and that's is good. Kind of what this article um, that we're talking about is about, where she's talking about Pilates as a whole, an a whole industry, industry mm-hmm. and being clearer, 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 clearer. <laughs> in what we're advertising, what we're actually teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and and her article um, is particular to Australia. Yeah, there was a lot about the physio aspect. And, yeah, that's and- more specific to Australia. Mm-hmm. But what she talks about about Pilates as a whole is very applicable to globally, globally to any yeah, country, definitely. And I think if you want to kind of start with kind of the industry has shifted, and a lot happened before. Like I remember when reformer group classes became a thing mm-hmm. and when mat classes hit the gyms and those things started popping up and then with that popped up quicker sort of not certifications but quicker training just learning yeah. certain exercises or just mat or this reformer yeah. 
and that's all you would learn. Well, and some group fitness instructors or yes. personal trainers. It's like, here's Pilates for personal trainers. Yes. So they'll get a quick, like, mat work thing to add into their client's yeah. fitness routine. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. This is totally going to divert, but that happened when I was teaching, like, where you, where you are in the, in the club setting, the oh, private. Yeah. Um, club and there were two of us and we went through our year long training yeah. with the so same mentor. Yep. And then they started training group fitness, um, the personal trainers that were in the gym mm. yeah. to teach Pilates. Oh, for cheaper. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> but they went through that quick. And that was the first time I'd kind of heard of that or seen that where it was just this quick weekend thing. Quick, yeah. Um, and then they, they were teaching Pilates. Hmm. Or hmm. what they were calling Pilates. Calling Pilates, yes. So were they teaching mat classes? <sighs> I don't or did they teach on equipment? They came in and taught on our reformers. Uh-huh. And, yeah, we were not happy about it because yeah. we we were getting shortchanged in terms of that we had been through this fully comprehensive. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it was it was... The first time that kind of hit, that it was like, oh, wait a minute. This is different. This yeah. is new. I've never come across this. Um, but even from there with social media, and she kind of talked about that. Now there's all these different reformers, too. Right. So it's like. Different reformers for different purposes. Different purposes. Yeah. And not that the, we're not saying anything is wrong with any of this. Yeah, there's some people that like some of them and not others. And mm-hmm. some who, some people like all of it. Like I've had clients come in for a more traditional uh, Pilates session who say, oh, yeah, I also go to Libby yeah. classes. Yeah. I um, have the same. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of they do one over there, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing wrong. But I think in the article I was talking about what we talked about was how clients can also be impacted by that kind of, and we were talking mm-hmm. about it with like the health professionals yeah, and so doctors, how clients are, how they can, our clients can be negatively impacted when we're not clear in what we're actually teaching. Um, and what we were talking about is when like all as like a rehab focus, I'll get a client coming in who was referred to me because originally they were referred by a physician to say, oh, go take Pilates. Mm-hmm. And then the person as an average consumer not knowing the differentiation and what Pilates really means, they just, oh, I'll go take a class that says Pilates and they'll go to a Legree class. Um, but the point of the physician telling them to go take Pilates was for a rehabilitation of a certain issue. So really they shouldn't be in any group class, even a classical group class. No, they, they should, should be, be in a one, private. Yeah with an instructor that feels comfortable working with that issue. Yes. So it's very particular. Um, and I'd say maybe even the average physician doesn't know that. I find that a lot. I find that a lot. And also it's kind of twofold on that because it's like, they may associate Pilates with what you just said, that big group class. And then their client says, can I do my Pilates? And he says, no. Right. Because that's what he's picturing. Right. So I'm very specific with my clients when they're mm-hmm. going to get a surgery or something. I said, make sure when you say Pilates that you explain a private, what it is, yeah. that it's private, blah, blah, blah. And just, yeah. Okay. And then the doctor's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That you can do. Yeah. But yeah. So it can go the, both ways. Exactly. Because the group class, if you're starting Pilates for rehab or for like after surgery, after you're cleared, you don't want to go to a group class no, no matter how classically or traditional or whatever it is. Cause you're still in there with multiple people multiple and that people. teacher's having to like gear it 
to everyone. To everyone yeah. and not and can't give that attention. That's just yeah. too hard. Yeah. It's not really feasible. No. So. That's too much on the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So people need to know like what they're getting. Clients should know what they're actually going to class for. Yeah. And I think I don't know. It's like this 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 whole article I felt was so well written in the fact of of not like what we just said. It's like, yes, there's group classes and I think she called it reformer fitness. Yeah. So it was more and I think the group classes are great. And yes, I think it's more fitness. It's more like going out and running or going out like doing something on your own because really mm-hmm. you're being told what to do, but you're really not being yeah. taught in terms of specific specific to you. you. I mean, there's some great group fit, uh, group Pilates teachers who know how to throw in a cue for somebody here and yes. there and like, Oh, here I'm, I'm seeing this. Let's change that. But it's, as she says, it's mostly reformer group fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really hard to teach individually. It's, it's it is. Cause even a fully possible. comprehensively trained teacher in a group class is going to have to like teach to like kind of meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. For like the strongest and the weakest. Mm-hmm. I'm saying weakest, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Has issues. Um, and just keeping everyone safe. Right. As best as we and can. And she describes it in the article as you have the teacher for reformer fitness. And so the people are there, like the teacher's kind of supervising and telling you what to do. Yes. They're Which, instructing. Yeah. It's more of an instructing place uh, for that person at the time versus being one-on-one with someone and really teaching them the method or, or movement whatever. patterns. Like yeah. They're, they're specific. Yeah. You can't really go into that in a class yeah. setting yeah. or kind of um, progress in a way for that individual mm-hmm. because, again, it's a group class. Yeah. So it's kind of like – it's going to be for everybody. Yeah. For everyone in that, in that group as best as they can, as best as they can. <laughs> and I also think it's um, important because like you said, we have clients that do classes that, that go to these reformer classes mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, but that conversation of, you know, what's the difference of mm-hmm. what they're getting or what's happening or staying safe in the class. Mm-hmm. I think what that's important. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's great because we're like working one on one. They can go into a class setting and know, mm, no, I'm not capable and I'm yeah. going to modify for me. Right. So they'll know what their modifications exactly. are. Exactly. And I had a client actually just recently, I teach her once a week and she's young and she said, Oh, my friend wants me to go to this group class with her, you know, and I feel bad. I'm going to cheat on you. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 go take it. Like, because we're have working. Fun. Yeah. Have fun. Go take it. It's a group reformer class. So, and I asked her, do you know what type of reformer? Do you know what type of class? And she said, I don't, I don't know. So I looked at the studio. I said, okay, yeah, that's this type. And so it'll be like this. Cause I was wondering if it was more classically oriented or more Ligree oriented. Mm-hmm. So I like told her what it would be like. And, um, and she was she fine. fine. She had fun. And yeah, but it's nice to know what you're going to get. Yeah. And I think you just hit it there. It's like there are, and we see it on social media and Instagram because we, we kind of talk about it a lot is there are so many different 
like we talked about the nightclub aspect of one, mm-hmm. like where it's loud music, like bumping fun, bumping fun, and blah, blah, blah. I remember seeing one on Instagram where the teacher, the instructor was like dancing through all the reform. <laughs> it was like a party. Which and is then, super fun. <laughs> super fun. It's like a party. And then you have ones where it's like you said, very like classical and it's mm-hmm. like going through the order to the best of whatever. And then you have other ones that's very proppy and they're doing all these mm-hmm. things and, um, so it's important to like. To know. I mean, they're all so different. They're so different, and there are clients for all of them. There are people yeah. that like all of them. There are people that like one and not another, and some that will go to any of them because they're moving. They're moving, and that's the thing. It's like it's good to get people moving. It's good for people to move in the way that they like, that they enjoy, because they're going to keep, keep doing it yeah. exactly. Um, and, and that's what I really liked. I think we both liked about this article where she's talking about let's describe things as reformer fitness, maybe, or this mm-hmm. is a class on the reformer. It's not necessarily Pilates. Yeah. It's not like the progressions. It's not the, you know, whatever it was, however she put it, I don't know. But, um, I think it's important to not have, and she talked about it in the article is this, infighting of yeah of this is the way and this is not and this is wrong and this is right right because it's like i mean when i was coming up and you said pilates based i had to answer the phone that way hmm. because the lawsuit was going on when i was working at the studio oh, interesting and we were told if they call and ask what do you it's teach pilates based class pilates based exercises hmm. We had to verbalize, say that. Right. Um, and so, yes, we were teaching Pilates. Yeah. But um, but I think it's important for people to understand when they're calling. And, and I ask questions. I don't know about you, but it's like if they say, oh, I've been doing Pilates for 10 years. Yeah. Say, so what, what type? Where were you? Where did you go? Yeah. Who was your teacher? Not mm-hmm. to, like, pin them down into this, like, category but to see where they're coming from in terms of what they're expecting from me. Yeah. Yeah. And I do that all the time. And sometimes somebody will come in and, uh, and say that, Oh yeah, I've taken Pilates for five years. I'm like, okay, where did you, where did you go? And they'll Mm -hmm. say, you know, Pilates Platinum or like Mm -hmm. a Legree based uh, class. And I say, okay, well I don't teach that way, but you know, let's. Yeah. So that they know what to expect. Mm -hmm. They're not going to come in and expect that workout. And I remember when, um, Legree kind of started to come in because I would get people that would come thinking that's what they were going to get. Mm, and then yeah. they would complain because they could walk the next day and they <laughs> weren't they sore. Weren't super sore. And yeah. I'm like, but I wasn't willing to compromise who I was as a teacher. Right. Um, but I think it's important when people that want that, that burn, that want that, I mean, we can get sore during Pilates, but oh, that's I not do the, for sure. Yeah. But, um, I'm not going to kill someone where they can't sit down the next day. <laughs> it's um. just a different goal. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong, experience. but I think it's good for them to know coming in. This yeah. This is what, what you're expect. getting. Yeah. And so I'll say that clearly. I'm like, well, I don't teach Legree fitness, um, but this is more traditional Pilates and see what you think of it. It'll be interesting. To yeah. See. see what you think. Yeah. 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 How you think, how you feel different. Um, 
But, <laughs> and also I think like what you said, like you weren't willing to compromise how you teach. I think teachers should also know that, that they don't have to be like the newest trend or the newest fad. Like if you aren't teaching a certain way, if you're more comfortable teaching traditional, if that's your learning, then stick to what you know. Because that's when you're going to get the clients that come for you Mm -hmm. and will stay with you. Yeah. And not the ones where you're having to pretend or teach a way that you're not comfortable with. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Like I I have done that when I was younger and a newer teacher and like trying to teach to what this person wants. Yes. And it's exhausting. You can't do that forever. No. And it fizzles out. (laughs) No. And it's kind of like the ones that said, I had a client once. Actually, I didn't keep them because I told them (laughs) I couldn't help them, but it was, (laughs) she, she was very fit, but she wanted, um, a tighter butt. Hmm. And that was her whole reason yeah. for coming. As many people I say. I want <laughs> a tighter butt. And I was like, well, I can work you. I mean, because she wanted her butt to look like this. And I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, I couldn't promise that. Right. And but I wasn't going to, and I wasn't going to just bend over backwards and try to succeed at that. Like, yeah. It was just. It was not fair. And it's, <laughs> it's just giving people expectations that are doable. Yeah. That you know you can help with. Right. And not teaching because that is what you think has to happen. Yeah. In terms of that client or whatever. To try to retain that client or try to, to yeah. change your And that client would be much better. At one of those fitness ones because yeah. they're going to feel that. They're going to feel that. That butt burn. That butt and burn and that they're what getting they what, even though probably, you know, we're born with what we're born with. <laughs> right. And to a certain extent. To a certain is, extent. That is your shape. Um, that is your shape. So your butt's not going to look like that person's butt. But you can feel stronger in your legs. Exactly. You can feel more capable in yes. what your butt can do. <laughs> you can climb more hills. You can, you can hike faster. And that's like for our way of teaching, that's our approach. Yep. You know, the functional aspect of what yes. these muscles can do versus a shapely look. Exactly. Um, so, and, and that's what we mean. Like there are, there are clients for all these different avenues. So one is not better or worse than the other, more it's, than what is better or worse for this one person. Yeah. It's really that and and I think that's one thing I've noticed is is as we become more seasoned teachers and have more experience and we kind of see these waves of things like happen in the industry and and mm-hmm. kind of you know you're young and you're like oh my god I don't know like yeah they're going to not want me anymore and um, is realizing that there's clients for everybody. Yeah. And everyone's going to be attracted to the thing that speaks to them. Yeah. The most as mm-hmm. a client. And that's why you mentioned earlier, like, and what she says in the article is the infighting within the industry is so it's destructive just, to the whole career. Well, it's, yeah. And it's destructive to, it's almost like that feeling of, we went to a conference. I think it was the one I met you at in Vegas, oh, yeah. the PMA. And I was doing that workshop and my husband came to help and, um, he'd never been to one cause I don't take him. Yeah. And, um, he's like, there's politics and Pilates. <laughs> cause like, oh, he even yeah. picked up oh, interesting. on the like 
feeling and that huh. kind of like because the judgy, it, the judgy clicky, kind of yeah. clicky and, and inner kind of like it's my way and not that way and that's wrong yeah. and you don't do it this way and you don't have this and hmm. it's, it's just, interesting that he could pick up on that up on just it. within a conference setting i mean like the first day wow and yeah. i don't even know where i mean it was probably because we were in the wow it's been so long and i forgot <laughs> the word um Oh, where was it? Oh, my gosh. At the beginning of, like, Yes, right. the expo. Thank you. Oh, oh. The expo. We were in the expo. <laughs> so I think he probably was listening to people. Oh, just hearing, hearing chatter. Things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think it's just destructive to our whole industry because if we can – we're not – like business enemies, right? Like, no, like just because we're saying, well, I teach the right way. That person doesn't, we're not going to get more clients that way. No, it just, it just is. It's, it's kind of like that whole saying of tend your own garden. Yeah. Stay in your side of the street. Right. In like a way of like, you know, it doesn't matter what someone else is doing. It doesn't matter how they were taught. It doesn't matter. Um, kind of what their philosophy is in terms of the method because you're doing your thing, your clients come to you mm-hmm. and it doesn't harm you in any way yeah. or your clients. Be authentic um, to your own teaching and yeah. to, and like we always like to say to the body in front of you. So what yes. does that person need? need? How can we meet them? What, where they are and what they need at that time. <clears throat> and, um, and just, I mean, as much as I don't like all the labels, I think we do need them so people yeah, and I think know what they're getting. I think like what you just said kind of feeds into that labels is in terms of like right now there's these labels that are like kind of like bad labels, like yeah. like slapping that like well, we judge yeah, like yeah. judgy labels instead of just like hey, this is this is more reformer fitness. This is more you know, fully comprehensive, whatever, Pilates method. Um, this is more, you know, you're going more rehab. You're mm-hmm. going more fusion. You're going more yeah. whatever it is so that the client can go, oh, okay, well, that yeah. that seems more my speed. I want to go with that route. Right. Which, and that makes me think, like, in yoga, you can go to a yoga studio and you see on the schedule it's all yoga, but there's vinyasa flow, there's ashtanga, there's zen... There's yin, there's Iyengar, there's all these different ones. And people tend to like certain ones and not like others as much. And maybe for the novice practitioner, they don't really know the differentiation so much. They have to try it. But they'll try it. They'll see what works for them, what they do and don't like, and they'll go to those classes. Yeah, it's the Um, same. It's the same. It's still all yoga. It all counts. It's all acceptable. It's within the yoga practice. But some teachers teach certain ways. Some clients like certain classes. Yeah. And it's all there. It's all available. Yeah. And I think, I think when it comes to, especially like we talked about the clients, that's really where this whole kind of conversation, I think for her kind of came to is like, just make it clear. Mm -hmm. What is the client getting? Yeah. And what are they expecting? Yeah. And I think this whole like, oh, and you see it on social media, like, which is one reason, I mean, you and I are on social media, but we don't like spend hours on it. <laughs> and, um, but people get very judgy and say things yeah. and comment to people that just is not, it's not, not nice. needed. It's yeah. not nice. And it's like, what, you're not even, you don't know this person. Yeah. 
And that's just social media in general, but I would say it's like, like, just why we're not on <laughs> yeah. it all the time. Um, but in general, like I would hope we could help support each other in the industry yes. because I mean, if you think way back when at, for Joe Pilates, his whole point was to have he wanted everybody, everybody. To do it. Everyone do Pilates because it's going to help heal everything and yep. it'll make us all feel better. And we all, we believe that. Like, yes, we do. Do Pilates. You'll feel better. Um, we see it in we people see it. on our clients. So make it accessible, make it available. But now that there's so much more, there's so many different avenues. Yeah. I think it's confusing to clients too. Yeah. In terms of that. And I think it's confusing. Like I know from my students, it's confusing. They get on social media and they th- see things and they're like, is this, what is this? I don't, I've never. And it's like, it's just confusing. But if you think, well, that's a, a group class or that's yeah. you know this or you know, it might be based off this and this is going, mm-hmm. you know, so like Pilates based, whatever right. it is. Um, I think that would be very helpful and also maybe stop some of that judgment so much. Yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I mean, there's always, maybe memory. not. Always have this is in our little bubble at what, you know, we're like, <laughs> I don't care. But I, I thought shout out to Carla Mullins. If you haven't read it, cause I, I think she really put it, and a very concise and non-judgmental yeah. way. And just about supporting the industry as a whole in terms of the more clear we can be in what we're actually teaching, the clearer it is for new teachers coming in, mm-hmm. the clearer it is for clients. clients, and also for the industry so that we can move forward. move forward and be like, you. this is our career, right? It's not just like, as she says, like a gig economy. Oh yeah. We didn't even hit on that. Did we? Yeah. It's a whole profession. And so uh, the people that do see it just as like a gig here and there to take a teaching job here and there. Okay. Well, that's, that's how they teach. And that's like, maybe they're doing other things at the same time. Cause maybe it's like something to do in their spare time or it's just something to kind of like, like you said, they're an actor or whatever. And they're just kind of like, or it's fun. It's like they have a full-time job and it's something fun they can do in the evening or on the weekend. Right. They can teach this group class, whatever. And then there's people that this is a profession and a job. And not that that's not, but it's kind of this different thought process as you approach it. Yeah. Where if this is your career and you're constantly developing and you're constantly learning and this is your whole like it's your only career job. arc. <laughs> yeah, your only job. And then, <laughs> you know, so if we can all support all the different avenues within the industry, mm-hmm. then instead of infighting, it would help elevate the industry as a whole. Yeah. There could be, you know, differentiated certifications and if it was clearer, like, okay, you're comprehensively certified. This person is then, you know, certified just for Matt. And we have that. Yeah, we have the, um, cause they just started, just did the Matt. Mm-hmm. So now, um, they have just the Matt certification with a PCP. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's very, you know, it's like, it's very a comprehensive, it's deep. It's like yeah. not just, Hear the exercises. It's not a weekend course. It's, it's not a weekend it's a course. Deeper, it's a it's deeper. The Pilates exactly. Method math. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Learning, you know, the kind of um, movement pattern, the the 
process, the method, why, the anatomy, the, yeah. all of that is in there yeah. instead of just a quick, quick one weekend, or two day yeah. thing. Because yeah. there's really too much in the Pilates method to learn in a weekend. You, you there's just no way. can't learn it all in one. Like we're still, we've been teaching for forever now and we're still, still learning. learning. <laughs> um, always still Which learning. Good. And that's what needs to happen. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes into the whole industry moving forward mm-hmm. is maybe it almost feels like history repeating itself sometimes mm-hmm. in terms of this whole like, you know, oh, that's not Pilates. That's not, this isn't, this yeah. is, this is not. Yeah. It's What's like, allowed to use the word. Wha- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We won't have to go there. Mm-mm. But, <laughs> but yes. But just supporting the industry as a whole, like, and. And other teachers. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's no reason just because someone teaches different or it's not their full-time job and they're just having fun. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing. Yep. It's like there's a place. you're an accountant during the day and you like to go play. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's, so there's somebody out there I like know. That. I've had some go through my training. One was an engineer. Oh, cool. She was an engineer during yeah. the, like, real world. Yeah. And then she just... But, oh, and I, I love that. Bodies. Yeah, she's like I love the mix of different yeah different backgrounds like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's like how cool is that? And she doesn't teach Pilates full time. She's mm-hmm. still an engineer. She went back and got a master's something or other. I don't even know. But yeah, for her, it's not her profession, but yeah, she enjoys it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Time. Yeah, that's super cool. It's super cool. So I don't know. Did we fix it? <laughs> <laughs> Did well, we solve the problem? <laughs> well, like we said, just chatting about what we noticed, the ideas that this article sparked for us, mm-hmm. and hopefully just leaving with the industry, everybody supporting each other more. Yeah, rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> and just being clear in what being clear in what we're teaching, being authentic to how we teach, and making space for others to do the same. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Like, it, let everyone be their authentic self in teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that the, there's people aren't out there wanting to hurt people. Like, no. instructors are not out there going, Malicious. I don't care, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. They're doing the best they can with what they have and, mm-hmm. and um, learning as we go, especially when we're newer. And we just, like you said, have to be there and support and help yeah. and guide. Yeah. Those that have been out in the world a bit. Yeah. And then, and, and also not be judgy with the clients when the clients go, Oh, yeah. I went to a reformer, blah, 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 and not go, Oh, well, that's not really Pilates. Right. Because I do hear that from people. And that's not helpful. That's not yeah. helpful. And there, this is a just constantly growing market and we want it to be well regulated. And so we want to be clear in what we're teaching and we don't want to bash others. No. Um, yeah, and just allow, like, it's good for our industry to allow it to continue growing, to change with the times and adapt as needed, but to also be true to the foundations and education and. Yeah. And I think, and we'll wrap it up, but I think she touched on that and the fact that, you know, is, is making sure that for whatever you, you are teaching, mm-hmm. however you are teaching, whatever aspect, that you, you do have that education mm-hmm. and knowledge to create that safe environment yeah. for people that come into your space. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think that's all that that's kind of all we want is just make sure they're safe and don't get hurt. Yeah. Make sure they're safe Mm -hmm. and stay true to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty simple stuff. Oh, oh, do we have a sponsor? We didn't decide on anything. No. You know what our sponsor should be? Ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're sponsoring ourselves. Two Two Pilates Pilates chicks. chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. We're sponsoring ourselves this week. Oh, yeah. I think we're a good sponsor. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. I don't know who will be the next, but for the next two, we'll sponsor ourselves. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. And our next one will kind of feed into this one. Mm -hmm. Episode nine. Nine? Is it nine or ten? It's timing. Okay. We're in nine right now. We're in nine right now. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. And check out the Pilates Reformation article by Carla Mullins. And we'll make sure to like tag it in. Link it in the bottom. Yeah. For everybody. Yay. Bye. Bye.